In this session of Look at the Book, we focus on 2 Thessalonians 2, 9-12 for one of the most insightful passages concerning the nature of unbelief and belief. So, Father, I pray that you would help us to escape being among those who are perishing by giving us a love for the truth and a, a hatred of unrighteousness and a profound belief in the gospel. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. There are a lot of things here I'm going to pass over that you have questions about, and we'll come back to this another time. Perhaps the coming of the lawless one, the Antichrist, perhaps look back at verse 3, look at Daniel um, 725, 825, um, passages in Revelation 13, but I'm not going to focus on this. I have something else I want to focus on. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all power, not all power in the universe, but all that he has. His full force is coming against uh, the church. All power with false signs and wonders. I don't think false here means fake, like this is done with smoke and mirrors. I think it means deceptive, that these are real signs and wonders, but they lead to falsehood. False signs and wonders with all wicked deception for those who are perishing. Now, this is what I want to focus on. Why are people perishing in this passage? What, what do you have to do to perish, and what could you do not to perish? That's what's so crucial here. So let's summarize or let's, let's circle the, the reasons people are perishing, who are perishing because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. So by loving the truth, you are saved. Not just by believing the truth, but by loving the truth, we are saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so because of their lack of love for the truth and their buying into the deception and the falsehood of Satan, God is handing them over. This is God's judgment beginning already in this life. He hands them over to a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false. So this is number one, why they're perishing. This is number two. They believe what is false in order that they may be condemned. So God is handing them over to a delusion and to condemnation who did not believe the truth. This is number three for why they're perishing. But they had pleasure in unrighteousness. There's number four. And what I want us to do is ask, what's the connection between these? How, how are they related to, to each other. They refuse to love the truth. They uh, believed what is false. So here you have believing and here you have loving. And they did not believe the truth, but they had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now notice Seems to me we get at this by this noticing this contrast here. The, the contrast is between believing, or let's say not, not believing. Here's the not back here. Not believing the truth and having pleasure in unrighteousness. 
So evidently, what, what keeps us from believing truth is not lack of facts or lack of light, but rather because we have a, a pleasure in unrighteousness, which the truth ex, ex, um, exposes. Jesus said in uh, John 3.19, the light has come into the darkness and people loved darkness, darkness rather than light. And therefore they wouldn't come to the truth. They wouldn't come to the light. So that the underneath unbelief, not believing, is a, a love, a delight, which connects back now to this word here. They refused, or they did not receive, literally, a love for the truth. The, the deepest problem of unbelief is not the inability to affirm facts or the lack of awareness. The deepest problem in the world is that fallen human beings do not love truth. We are not people of the truth. We love what will serve our fallen appetites, and that is this unrighteousness here. So when we ask the question, how can I avoid perishing? Or how can I help other people not perish? Our energies don't just go towards trying to multiply facts or fix their intellectual problem. That, that has to be done because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of, of the gospel, the word of truth, the word of Christ. But we need to pour enormous energy for ourselves and others into praying against this. Namely, our hearts find pleasure in sin. And as long as our hearts are finding superior pleasure in sin, we will not be able to believe the truth that exposes this sin. We will find every imaginable reason why this truth cannot be because this truth is going to ruin my love affair with unrighteousness. It might be worth your looking at 1 Corinthians 13, 6, where Paul says, um, let's put it in red, love does not rejoice in, and then the word is exactly the same as this word here, unrighteousness. Love does not rejoice, but in truth, in the truth. And isn't it remarkable that, that the contrast is between not unrighteousness and righteousness or truth and falsehood. It's between unrighteousness and truth, just the same way it is here. Here is a love affair with unrighteousness, and here is a failure to love the truth. So th the love that God gives us, a love for him and love for people is, is a love that includes a rejoicing, which ties in right here to this pleasure, a rejoicing in the truth, which is what would enable us then to believe the truth. So go deep, go deep in your soul and find out the real obstacles to unbelief. And you will find that they are always deeper than facts 
deeper than the lack of light, they are a love of darkness. <laughs> 